Shalom, I'm Rab Yoni, and this is the Shar Hapares podcast. Let's dive in through the gate of the orchard. We're now in week two. This is verse Omer. Week two, the primary sephir is Gevura. It is justice, discipline, restraint, awe. Again, we're using the spiral bound spiritual guide to counting the Omer by Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Not to look for any halakhic things, but not any deep Torah precepts, but to just give you a uh, brief inspiration during the week. Then take a different approach on how to connect with these sefiros. If love, chesed, is the bedrock of human expression, then discipline, govura, is the channel on how we express the love. It gives our life and love direction and focus. The potency is the focus and concentration of light in one direction, not the fragment and like beams. Gavura, the discipline and measure, concentrates and directs our efforts, our love, into the proper directions. Another aspect of Gavura is respect. Healthy love requires respect for the one you love. So, what is Chesed Sheba Gavura, the loving kindness in discipline? The uh, underlying intention and motive and discipline is love, right? So, chesed of gavura is a love and discipline. Okay, it's not either one individually is together. Why do, why do we measure our behavior, establish standards, and expect people to live up to standards? It's only because of love. Even judgment of guilt and judgment of the guilty is an expression of love. Punishment is not vengeance. It shouldn't be. It's just a way to express love and to remove that which is not love. This is kind of weird to say, kind of weird to read, but it is it is one way to understand it. And this is the way we need to connect to Hashem and recognizing Hashem is the essence of love, right? He also has a way we understand Him, which is Gavura, which is the discipline. And discipline has to be part of that love for it to be a real, true love. The chesed gavura, the love and discipline, it's aware of the intrinsic love that underlies discipline and judgment. That there is love with discipline and judgment. Our potch from Hashem is only because He loves us. Our potch from our parents is only because He loves us. That That's something we need to recognize, is that love has discipline in it. Because true love wants us to grow and not be stagnant, not hurt or rot. And so sometimes that requires discipline. Also, your personal discipline that you have and the way you discipline and the way you have discipline towards others is an expression of love. We don't get to judge others, but we do get to love them and want the best for them. And sometimes wanting the best for them is having the hard conversation. But we need to make sure before we criticize someone, we have to think of our motive. Is it out of concern and love or not? And then Gavura, Shabbat Gavura, discipline and discipline. Is our discipline disciplined? What does that mean? Do you have your discipline in a reasonable level or is it unrestrained? Is it excessive? Is it too little? Does it have, do you have the right amount? And do you have enough discipline in your life? Are you organized? Are you using your time efficiently? 
Do you take time to make a chesper and hanefesh? Do you take time to work on your amuna and devekas? Tiferis, Shabbat the compassion and discipline. Underlying and driving discipline cannot just be love, but also compassion. Remember Tiferis, that, that, that beauty. What is that beauty? Is that the marriage of Chesed and Gavur that gives us that compassion, right? And so we have that Tiferis that's connected there because it's just so beautiful. Love comes from recognizing one's merits and positive qualities. Discipline channels and directs those strengths to weed out the negative. Compassion is unconditional love. It's the love for the sake of love. It is love lishma in a way. Tiferis is a result of total selflessness in the eyes of Hashem. You love because you're a reflection of God. And that's what we're supposed to be. Netzach, the endurance of Gavura. Is your discipline enduring and tenacious? Is it consistent? Or is it only when forced? Do you follow through? Are you perceived as weak or overbearing? Making not just, like for example, personally, you can make yourself short-term goals and long-term goals. You can review it. Or you can uh, consider how you how you discipline others and uh, making sure that it's even killed. Right? And then hode, humility and discipline. You uh, need to have humility with your discipline. And the results, when you have discipline without humility, it's a catastrophe. It's arrogant judgment. It's, ju it's uh, just, it's arrogant in the name of justice, right? But if you have hode, you, when, you, when you have that humility, and you can judge in humility, you can do discipline in humility, then you recognize it's not about you. You've mavaltled yourself, and that it's really the essence of what it's supposed to be. That it's about the other, and it's about making sure that it's what's best for everyone, not just about you and your own pride or your own ego. So you have to make sure that there's no personal bias and you can do it selflessly. Yosoto Gavara, the bonding or the interconnectedness and discipline. Effective discipline needs commitment and bonding. There needs to be a relationship, not just with yourself, with others, right? That for discipline to succeed, there has to be a sense that discipline is important to develop a stronger bond. Not just discipline, but to do it together for mutual benefit. And so we could use parents, for, parents as an example, we could use discipline as, as a way to grow closer to our children. That's one example. And then there's Malchus of Gavra, the nobility of discipline. And discipline like love, it needs to enhance personal dignity, as we, we addressed last week, right? Discipline that demoralizes a person, that's no good. Healthy discipline needs to bolster self-esteem and elicit the best in a person, cultivating their own sovereignty. This expression of discipline does not compromise the discipline. It fosters and enhances it. These are questions that we need to ask ourselves. Does our discipline cripple the human spirit? Does it weaken or does it strengthen me and others? And so when we discipline, or when we have discipline with ourselves, or even just as a parent, I have, to, I have to work on this myself, you know? Making sure when disciplining my children that I foster 
their own self-respect and I don't break, I don't, I don't hurt them in the process of the discipline. The discipline needs to better our relationship and enhance our relationship and build them up and their abilities, not the other way around. And that's part of the goal of doing Sefer Omer. It's not just counting up to Shavuos, but also making a Tikkun and Armidos and the Shama on how to be a better Yid, how to be a better parent, how to be a better everything, how to better connect to Hashem by being a better example of Hashem in the world, through our own lives, and making a Tikkun, making a reparation in every component of our lives. Thank you for listening to Sharha Parties on Anchor by Spotify. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes or Spotify and share with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? I'd love to hear from you. Please message Yidbrook on Facebook or leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app. If you're not on social media, it's okay. Just send me your ideas at yidbrook.com kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor by Spotify or by visiting yidbrook.com donate. You can also show your support by sharing my podcast with others and also by purchasing my custom-made Judaica jewelry or artisan beard balm on Etsy or at yidbrick.com store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick Building Jewish Bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com Kabbalah.